Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crow, novelist and speaker. So I teased this a little bit last week, but I want to talk about what I think was the most valuable single session that I came away from from 20 books. And this was a session done by an author. Um, her real life name is Alana Johnson. She's got several pen names, but this was a marketing class and her publishing schedule is super aggressive. One of her pen names is releasing a book every single month. She's got other pen names that put out books at various other times as well. Um, I think she said that at some point she had published like 30 or 40 books in the course of a year, um, which is just insane. I mean, that's almost a book every single week of the year. So with her incredible aggressive publishing schedule, she realized that she cannot do the maximum marketing effort for every single book. Hmm. And I think uh, her approach that she came up with is valuable to anybody, no matter how much publishing you are or are not doing. So she developed um, kind of a coping mechanism, kind of a planning tool, this approach of having either a soft, medium, or maximum effort publishing um, Hmm. marketing schedule. So some of her books, you know, if it's, let's say book four on a seven book series, this is not getting, book four is not getting the maximum marketing approach. And it makes a lot of sense when you pause and think about it from the perspective of a reader, because if you're releasing book four, I either have already read books one through three, or I haven't, you know, and book four may or may not be the tipping point here. (laughs) Right. I don't know know if anyone that's like, wow, there's four books to this now. I better get cracking on this series. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Yes. So to keep herself sane, because she's self-published, she's, she's developed this, well, this is what I do for that type of book. And she distilled them into three categories. And the reason I thought that this was really valuable is because so often when we talk about releases, the maximum effort is the only thing we talk about, you know, and if you're only publishing one or two books a year or less than that, sure go, go maximum, go full tilt. Like you've, you've got the time, but if you're doing more than that, maybe it doesn't make sense. So what she did was create a list of things that she does. It's preset so that when she's launching a book, she already knows, okay, well, I've got to take out these kinds of ads. I've got to post in these types of groups, got them all detailed out. And I've got to go on this podcast, whatever she's doing. Um, And she does that for soft, medium, and maximum effort books. So that this way, she's not stressed about it. You know, when she knows that this book is coming around, it's just listed in her schedule as soft release. Okay, great. That marketing is only going to take me eight hours to do in a given work week, as opposed to a maximum release that might come with things like GoFundMes and and who knows whatever else. And we all know GoFundMe is such a massive massive time pit like he'll just suck everything out so I I thought that was really important to just 
decide how you want to do it, mm-hmm. do it that way and then be done with it. You know, no second guessing, no, Oh, did I do enough? Did I not do enough? Make a list and get it done. You know, it reminds me of traditional publishers who many times when they buy a book, at least this was true back in the day. I don't, I don't know if it's still true because I haven't asked anyone recently, but when they would buy a book from an author, they would say, okay, this is going to be an A book, a B book, or a C book. And the A books were the top mm-hmm. tier. This is going to be a bestseller. The Bs were the middle of the road. You know, this might work. This it might not. The person has kind of a platform. And the, right. C, the C tier books were the new authors, small platforms, kind of they love the story they love the writing but they don't know if it's going to be a hit and so they would buy the books with those labels and then drop the book into that bucket and if you if you were a c author you got the c level experience if you're an you a got author. c treatment yes. and that's there's it. a it's lot less leg room and there's no nice little tv screen on the seat in front of you yeah. Less money, less attention, less everything. And it sounds like, I mean, that's what she's doing for her, in a sense, her publishing house, which is her entire business is her pen names and her books. And she's dropping them into those buckets. And it's just also a good reminder for traditionally published authors who maybe they've been in it a long time and they're just kind of tired of doing the marketing stuff and the publicity stuff and they kind of like phone it in every time they have a book release well maybe this is a good idea to think okay if i'm starting a new series then it's probably time to put in more effort whereas if i'm wrapping up a series or in the middle of a series maybe i don't have to put in as much effort so this is just great advice for everyone yeah i will say of her entire publishing schedule one of the other tips that she had was that you always do the maximum amount of effort for the final book in a series. Mm. And I mean, you're excited about it. You're finally done with it. You get to leave that world and those characters behind, shake the dust off a little bit, start something new, and your readers are going to be excited about it too. And so she showed us her numbers, her like her her Amazon numbers. And um, the writer that I was sitting with during that class we leaned over and my friend Sam says to me, man, I can't wait for the day where I make $10,000 a month and I complain about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> seriously. But I mean, those are the numbers that she was putting up, you know, like last November, she only made 10K and there were other months in the year where she made 60K. So yeah, I, mean- I guess my standards <laughs> have changed too. Does she have a plan for ongoing like is there a kind of a schedule where every three months this book gets a freebie yes. uh, promotion or yeah, like, that so was that's... that was another thing that she went into was when you discount your books and then not so much like telling us w- the literal days of uh-huh. when to discount your books but that she'll go back through and look through her analytics like okay where did I lose the readers which book had which one dived off, you know, did people read book four, but then not pick up book five? Well, then I'm going to put book five at a 40% off. Then a couple of weeks later, I might put book five, 50% off. Then I might drop it to a dollar, maybe another month, just trying to pick up the people that she, she might've dropped along the way. Oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You would have, you would have really gotten along with her. Well, I think (laughs) geeking out like, Oh man, this is so brilliant. I love this strategy. I love the intentionality 
and the purpose behind everything she's doing. I think so many authors, myself included, I mean, when we're promoting our business or whatever, we're just like flailing around, like trying yes. to do stuff and get things going and then <sighs> breathe, have a plan, figure mm -hmm. out what you're going to do and when. Yep and just do it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gate Crashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. Simply use our link paypal.me slash gatecrashers or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.